Welcome to the Thirst World Problems Podcast, where we talk about drinks, current events, music, and more. Now, here's your host, Nick Dugall, and his panel of experts, B, Bell, and the infamous Doc. This is Bell coming at you from behind the mic on Thirst World Problem. I'm back with B. I'm back with Nick. It's mid-July. It's hot outside. The drinks are ice cold, and we so are. Why are ready. you wearing a hoodie? Why are you wearing a hoodie right now? Because I'm in the basement, baby. I'm in the studio. The studio's got that breeze. You know that. Don't act like you wouldn't be wearing a hoodie if you're exactly where I was right now. No, bro. Straight Hulk rules, baby. <laughs> Folks, we're doing Q and A. We got tough. everything. We got everything today. I haven't gone to the gym in three months. We got Q&A today. A lot HGH, of questions. Baby. B, where can everyone hit our, uh, our our info to get all these questions in? Where can you get it? The absolute best way is honestly the only way I feel like these days. We're on Instagram, Thirst World Problems. We have a link tree in the bio. Um, our website link is going to be there as well as you can DM us. On Instagram is a great way to get to us. But, you know, I know everyone has a lot of questions and, you know, random things about one another or anything. Ask us anything. We love the funny questions. We love the deep questions. We love the stupid questions. I know a lot of people say there's no such thing as a stupid question. There definitely is. I've I don't seen know tons who, of stupid questions. I don't oh, we know get too many who of them. fucking made that Usually up. from B. But uh, we'll answer them. I literally went through all these questions and there was a lot of stupid ones. So I had to... <laughs> I had to filter them out. Anyways, are you guys ready for question number one? Question, like it or not, we're going to go here. What is uh, your current book that you're reading? Let's go with B. So I have no books that I'm uh, I'm actually reading right now. (laughs) That I knew. That I knew. My my issue um, is I fucking start books, and then the first day I'll read like 20% of the book, 25%. And then I always, I always have, you know, time set aside to read it, but I, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know if it's just the, the attention span's getting low or, or what's going on, but I always put it off. And then it's tough because, you know, you, you read all of that in one day and then, you know, all of that info was in a block and you want to continue it, but now you kind of forget if you come back to it three, four weeks later. Right. So that's that's my beef, man. I don't have any that I'm reading right now because I keep I keep messing up. So, what about audiobooks? Have you ever tried audiobooks? I don't like audiobooks, man. I think it's kind of a it's kind of a like an opt out of you know what I mean. It's a cop out. Like I don't know. I I just don't like them. I don't think it's uh, really reading and stuff like that. So I think Fair it's enough. just very lazy. But who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe maybe it would work for me, right? Because that yeah, I appreciate that, that. might I work actually. That. It might have Old to take you up on that. What about nah, you, Bell? For me personally, I try to read it once every summer, or at least once a year. I shouldn't say every summer. Once a year, I like to One read book that. Is summer? No, well, uh, I won't oh, even lie with you. Yeah, I've I've been moving off oh, of. Uh, I used to read a ton. I've been moving off of it, and kind of like what B was saying. I'm starting to get into uh, audiobooks just to help crush the time, right? So I don't necessarily consider that reading as well. I say I listen to an audiobook, but uh, the book that I read every year is A Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. Now it's a it's an old fashioned book. It's it's witty. It's charming. It's got it's got sex, drugs. 
not quite rock and roll, but it's got some music in there. It's just a very, very neat story. I think it's one that if you're looking for a classic, if you like to read, if you like interesting stories, and it's a quick read too. So it's a great one to just pick up, read. It's got a little bit of a supernatural touch to it, but mainly it's about morals and consequences or being immoral, I should say. So if you haven't read it yet, pick it up. A Picture of Dorian Gray. Very interesting read. And you, Nick, I, what book are you into right now? Uh, can I say something about your uh, Once a Summer thing? I think <laughs> could I could I stop par, you? Man. Could I stop you? No, no, you can't. I think that's below par, man. Uh, reading one book a a year. That's honestly, I said I didn't read like many at all, and you saying reading one is somehow worse. yeah what you guys did quite what and this is what i love about this it's a podcast you guys go back and listen back i said that i read this book every year not one book a year same book yes so i revisit this book every year Uh, that's the read i like but that being said what i found myself doing a lot more lately is a lot more short form reading so a lot more articles about specific topics or a bunch of articles or journals about something specific and just reading a bunch of information and trying to learn from that, See that? which what's that? No, what do you zero? think that is right there? That's a, that's a, that's a zero. Uh, I'm guessing. What's that? My Your attention attention span. Span. <laughs> it's <laughs> dropping heavy, but I'll tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, you're, I uh, you. you're, you're so. literally reading. You're reading What's the book, that? and then you just hear the you hear the PlayStation Xbox noise. <laughs> they oh, man, okay, you let's let, let's get back on track, you clowns here. What are what are you reading, Nick? So um, I'm reading. Um, it doesn't matter what you're reading. On to the next question. <laughs> oh, you dirty! You dirty! <laughs> You I'm actually reading um uh author named Juan. He's a he's a ghetto hood legend, Juan Mills. Um I don't know if you guys want to see some books that he has, but I've been reading them quite a bit. Yeah, see. Ghetto Hood Legend. Ghetto Hood Legend, yeah. His name is Juan Mills here. Can you see this? My baby mama is a loser. Uh, I've been reading this whole, this whole has roaches in her crib. Um, what else is here? Old Thought Next Door. Um, How long are these books? Not long. Um, quite a bit. Uh, Pastors Eat Pussy too. That's probably one of my favorites. Um, my Baby Daddy's a Loser. This hoe is for life. You know, just Jeez. those types of books. Um, so what are these? Are these romance uh, books? These are romance books, yeah. Big Dick Energy, you know. One one Mills, man. One Mills. He's uh this whole sleeps on an air mattress. Quite uh, you know, quite gives you quite the adventures of uh what's happening. So one Mills, if you guys want to check them out, one Mills. I've heard um, read ne- lots of those books, man. Yeah. Next question What is the summer looking like for you guys? Let's go with uh who did we go with B first? Uh, let's go with Bell here. Can you guys see that? Can you see that right there? Man, why are you drinking that? What are you talking about? Were you even alive when Tahiti Treat was a thing? 
So what I'm going with this summer is I'm trying to make good on a promise that we made when we launched our website, thirstworldproblems.com, thirstworldproblems.ca. You can find it both places. And it's a great little time. Make sure you stop on by. But a promise that I made when I said that I wanted to get some drink videos out. So I've been testing a few recipes and I'm trying to do it in a way that's actually a little bit quicker now because now we got these short form videos when i made the promise they weren't even a thing now and i gotta get drink videos ready for tiktok so trying to do that and just making some refreshing drinks luckily it's summer so it goes hand in hand so trying to make some relaxing uh or refreshing drink videos is what i've been working on hopefully able to release those by the end of summer last us the rest of the year have some nice recipes to keep us going that's what my summer has been looking like. And obviously, you got to do some sampling. So there's a few new bottles out. I don't know if you guys have heard of Monkey Shoulder uh, Whiskey. It's got a little bit of an orange kick to it, 40%. Pretty good for mixing. Had a beautiful cocktail the other day. But I noticed there was a few things mixing. So I'm going to go back, and I'm going to kind of workshop uh, some of those cocktails and just trying uh, a few different things because we got some nice uh, cocktail uh, spots that opened up. So I want to try a few different ones and uh, then see what recipes I can steal. I mean improve on myself what opened up uh oh i can't even pronounce it but do you know where uh the albert used to be like uh like like yeah like right across from uh uh barbershop it's like uh like a filipino cuisine small kind of plates but they've also got some fancy cocktails in there i still haven't been to the roost uh Yeah, there's a there's a few uh, few spots that I still have to hit. So, nice. I'll get you that name right away. What about you, B? What are you going to do this summer? Man, I'm just swamped in weddings and events and stuff like that. So it's uh, I've I've mentioned this many times, but it's kind of just flex, bro. Just flex. Lot, Where have you it's been? Where have you been? Been everywhere, everywhere and back. It's this guy's been to Taiwan. This guy's been to. Uh, little Taiwan, Vancouver. This guy's been to India, little India, man. Come on, Thailand. Flex. Come on, bro. Flex here. I've been like, everywhere, bro. Everywhere. I've been everywhere. Guys, Very, uh, no Boston, money, but I've been everywhere. So I heard this guy's been but, to Surrey, But no, man. it's uh, a lot of family weddings, man, still coming up. A lot of friends' weddings still coming. They're all in a row. Like one ends, it's one day starts. One ends, one day starts. So it's... uh. It's a lot, but you know it's all happy time. So you know it's going to be a fun time, I'm sure. But uh, that's that's basically all I got. So uh, we're going to have a blast. Wedding. But until but, that uh, last, we'll then see. you're going to realize what you've done. I think that tolerance is going to be pretty high by the end of it. So it's yeah. already pretty high. So, so is so is your uh, belt fuck? Your belt is yeah, so high tolerance. Jeez, man. Yeah, yeah, that belt is already opened up. Man. You're the name of that place I was talking about. What? The name of that place I was talking about is Baja Kubo. I don't know if either of you guys have uh, been down there yet. It's Baja. Nope. Is that, is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Right on. Now, Nick, man. Nicholas, Summer, so I've been, I've been actually golfing. You've been uh, golfing? Picking, yeah, I've been picking up. I, uh, I'm thinking about. Um, doing a little throwback, buy some Nike irons because they don't make them anywhere. <laughs> um, so I'm yo, yeah, golfing uh, very heavily. Yeah, why is it always yo? I'm trying to go golfing. Yo, let's go. I'm trying to go. Yeah, you want to go? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> you get nice drinks. Bella, you getting a lot of drinks, and that's good, man. 
You know what? If you yeah, guys go out, I'd go out. I've got these clubs that I haven't even been haven't used more than once. So you know what? Take the wrapping off. You can finally take the wrapping off. I don't even know if I'm going to swing a club, but I'll go down there and get some water hazards. What so about my goal? My goal, yeah. So golfing, I want to. I want to get into that. Um, I think next year I want to go start going very heavy. Uh, winter time, I'm going to start hitting some more balls. I want to get. I want to get my fundamentals down and and, and go pretty. So it's going into that next step of life, man. It's that Apparently, golf, it's, it's that golf segment. It's that golf age, man. Transition, He's- man. This guy's trying Winter to get time? some of that Saudi money, eh? He thinks he can get on yeah, that live that tour. Stuff, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to try my best to get on that tour, man, that live tour. Oh, did you guys hear, that's did you right, guys eh? hear that? Someone was asked, someone was, I don't know who it was. Uh, I think it was Rob Gronkowski, man. He was like, he was like, he thinks Steph could legitimately, like, play golf if you wanted, like, professionally. If he just, have you been seeing these shots he's been hitting? It's been unreal. He's got the, gun, he's the, the same amount of time as the question, right? Like, I think that's what. Gronk is saying he just won that yeah that pro am right like the amateur like pro am he'd be he, he'd be smart if he once he retires from the NBA he starts golfing because uh he can legit have a nice 15 year out of that too so I'm sure that's in the cards for him yeah so you might be able to sign with like a Nike in golf now when like Nike never got no him Under Armour does golf man. Under Armour does too. Don't get me wrong, but like you, there's no Nike golf anymore. Not at all. Gone. When Tiger crashed, that was iconic. They don't. So, so they don't. So basically, they were losing money. Uh, Nike Golf was losing money, even though they had like Tiger Woods, Roy McIlroy, all those guys. They were just losing money. There was just no. It was hard to compete against um, Titleist and all these other guys. What's uh, BJ Singh doing nowadays? I have no idea, bro. Um, whoa, what's going on here? He's probably – they're old, man. They have a senior PGA, probably. Who knows, man? But anyways, uh, let's um, – yeah, let's go golfing, man, before the year ends. So, the summer ends. Have you ever seen that uh, DJ Khaled thing? Bro, like, I've seen everyone, man. You watch uh, DJ Khaled. So, well, you know what? He, he has a new line, like, every month. His new line right now is he wakes up, he comes outside, he's like, let's go golfing. It's fucking hilarious, man. Like it's it's ten out of ten hilarious. I'll send you some of the book. Next question. Uh do you guys have a morning routine? <laughs> uh morning routine. Bro. I just wing it, man. I wake up. I wake up sometimes. You know, you go what on time? the phone for a bit. What time do you wake up? Seven fifteen. Wake up seven fifteen. You know, some maybe maybe on the you know phone for a bit, but I do try to get up right away, do that quick splash, right? Water in the eyes, quick brush, and then from there, it just uh, kind of is what it depends if it's a day off or not. I'm not gonna wake up at usually probably wake up at like eight, eight, eight thirty of this day off, but pretty pretty normal, man. I like going to the gym on days off. That's a routine I'll definitely do, but uh, during like a work day, it's pretty pretty fluid like there's not really too much of a routine to be honest i know that's probably very frowned upon the, the uh internet nowadays everyone has to have a routine or else you're just apparently you're just an idiot right you're trying. <laughs> <laughs> so i guess you're just an idiot right <laughs> bell what do you got uh for me i try to get up at uh, around 6 45 kind of like what b is saying give yourself a minute to kind of wake up 
figure out any last couple emails that you didn't send out last night and you should have. Then uh, by seven, to, I got I got a short window. I got a short window. So like from seven to seven twenty, seven thirty, if I can really push it, I try to hop on the old elliptical, give that a whirl for about 15, 20 minutes, get my heart rate up. And then the morning starts because I got uh, some little ones in this house here with me. So I got I to gotta get up bright and early and try to get them prepared and get them, get them just bundled up, fed, all that fun stuff so we can get through the door and then I can get to work. So that's, uh, that's kind of what the morning routine kind of looks like in here. It's just like herding a bunch pretty, of cats. Pretty intense. Yeah, mornings. That's why I drink so heavy. <laughs> All right, that's another question. Maybe we should ask, why do you drink so heavy? But um, <laughs> for me, it's uh, 6, 6.30. A uh, little one gets up with me. We chill. We have uh, breakfast together. Well, I won't eat, but she'll have breakfast with me. We'll watch some TV. We'll play. Other one gets up. Why won't you eat? Why is that so Why is that so certain? I don't, I don't eat breakfast. I've cut breakfast out completely. Well, I love pancakes. Early lunch, or I no. Uh, I'll do. I'll do my. Uh, I'll, I'll have uh, americano in the morning. That's my. That's the go-to. Americano black, and lunch. <laughs> I'll have like around one, two o'clock. Nice class. Yep, and then I'll eat. Uh, then I'll have dinner on uh, like around six, seven. Why do you hate breakfast? But, I don't hate it. I just, uh, bro, I'm getting old, man. I got a metabolism, bro. You just try to cut know, calories uh, by skipping meals? Well, you're not cutting calories. There's really no need for breakfast. If you really think about it, what do you think? They say it's the most important meal of the day. Who said that? What's that? Government? Who's Hal, that? Hal and Sue Johansson or whatever there. Who's Body break people, man. Yeah, those those are the feds. Funny thing about that is, yeah. I did hear that like the whole, you know how like breakfast ever since we've been kids, like even since like right when TV was like first, you know, obviously yeah. advertising stuff got big. It really was that like the sugar companies and like the food yeah. companies and like the farmers and like there's a lot of push behind it to like yeah. instill in the North American culture that like breakfast is the most important part of the day, which there's nothing well, really like- to. There's nothing really to support it, but right. I don't know. And that's like milk. That's like, make sure you guys drink milk. Well, I think we're the only species that actually drinks milk past uh, yeah, toddler was a big, age, Yeah, right? it was a big, mark, big, uh, yeah, there's a lot of videos on it too from like some big, like, yeah, big, like channels and like YouTube channels and stuff. And and another crazy fact is I found out it's uh, in Canada, it's illegal to actually get milk from the farm. Um. Like it has, you can't do that. Yeah, it's it has to be pasteurized. Yeah, it's gonna be pasteurized or something. Yeah, yeah. But you can go to India and you just get it down the street. <laughs> What's the last time you've drank a glass of milk? Uh, like, I do either of you drink milk? I don't, like, I don't uh, drink cow's milk, bro. Yeah, like I can't say, even tell you the last. I'm gonna time say five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Only I only drink no. almond milk. I don't even drink oat milk. I only drink almond milk, and I don't and I don't what, drink glasses of it just in coffee, right? Right, because think about this: you you get up. Let's say you have cereal. That's probably something that's super sugary, right? Uh, I love pancakes. That's still sugary, right? Butter, <laughs> syrup, 
I'll have it once in a while, but I mean, like, it's so bad for you. What else is there? There's have a smoothie, man. Have some have some veggies. A bagel. You know? A bagel is really bad for you, right? Um, this guy just you gonna have a smoothie. Yeah, North America wise, all the all the breakfast is just basically like dessert. Like unless you're just yep. doing. That's why, like people, I've heard so many people be like, "Oh man, why like you know like uh, Asian countries eat like a lot of like meat and like rice and stuff mm-hmm. like that for breakfast, right? Because like breakfast is just breaking your fast in the morning when you wake up. Right? That's all it is. Right. There's no like. There's no breakfast foods, right? Like Turkish right, right. breakfast, for example, is like Hence the there's a lot of soups. Fast, right? There's a lot of soups in it. There's a lot, you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not really. What, what's a big uh, breakfast item in uh, any house? Tea, jaw. Um, honestly, a lot of fried stuff, bro. Like if if like if you were in like India or in Punjab, like pakore in the morning, a lot of fried things. Um, a lot of some simple stuff too, like. You know, bread and toast and stuff nowadays, but before is a lot of uh, a lot of fattening stuff, man. Like, a lot of, uh, not the best for you, right? Roti <laughs> in the enough. morning. A lot of people have like roti oh, yeah. in the morning. What's the what's the puffed up one? Like you deep fry it and it like uh, kind of like puffs up. You guys, know. Uh, I think it's uh, cotton candy. I'm talking about that. I'll figure. I think it you're out. thinking I'll of figure it. Uh, next that question. might be more handy. Um, do you think there's a real investment in the WNBA? So I so, think we just saw Dwayne Wade. Um, mm-hmm. He's a part owner of the Chicago Sky. I think that's what they're called. Excuse me. It's Chicago Sky. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? Is there is there any money going into this? Is there what? I think yeah, there's, definitely, money going? there's definitely money going into it. Is there any money coming out? Hell no. See, that's the thing. And for the most part, like if you're going to be an owner, what you're really getting in for is you're saying that you've got the capacity to lose money for a while while that valuation goes up in hopes of either recouping that later down the road or just enjoying a lot of the perks. Like a lot of these guys have that money where they're not relying on this as a source of income. But as far as is, are you going to make money off of selling a WNBA team right away? No, but I think the bet then there is you're doing that to enter the room and to network with people for the next move that you're going to try to pull, right? Like, I don't think the end goal for Dwayne Wade is to have a WNBA team or be the best WNBA owner. He wants to get into some of the bigger leagues, right? He's going to want to break into one of those top yeah, four but he's already He's already part owner, though. The, yeah, but it's, like, it's kind of like a it's a PR thing, too, right? Like, it's it puts him very much in, like, the good graces of everyone. And obviously, like, you know, I think every obviously everyone wants there to be, you know, women's te- – like, I, I want there to be women's professional basketball because there's many – like, look at uh, that, that girl. I, I forget her name, man. She's, like, the best in the whole thing. What's her name? Was doing the three-point shooting? Uh, the one that She's had a perfect score. Like, dude, yeah. she's amazing, man, right? Like, obviously, yeah, it's a little bit closer or whatever, but, like, like to hit that many shots in a row is ridiculous. There's amazing women basketball players. It's just the the issue is, is uh, unfortunately, the market whether something's going to last, right? Honestly, What's your name again? Sabrina something? Yeah, Lonescu. Onescu. Sabrina Onescu. Onescu. Yeah. I Onescu. And that's so, the one that uh, Kobe – that's the one that Kobe uh, – um, coached, right? Is that the girl? 
Uh, That, I don't know. I thought uh, (laughs) she had ties with uh, Steph. No? Why would she have ties with Steph? Uh, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Okay, so Curry is is like family friends with uh, someone who just broke, who was in that three-point contest. I didn't know if it was her or if it was uh, the girl that I guess she beat Angel in the finals. Reese. What's that? Angel Reese. <laughs> I think um, no. I just I just searched it here. So basically, she was a close friend of um, her daughter, and then I guess they shared a master and apprentice, something like that. And basically, Kobe kept on texting her uh, every game, just motivating her or something. So she's got ties with the family, but hey, man, crazy, crazy three-point contest. I don't think you'll ever see that ever yeah. again. But unreal, man. Um, that's what the league needed. But but, yeah. but I think, so, but I think honestly, man, like the funny thing is, is like right. look at how many times we've talked about the WNBA in the past year, whereas in the past four years, that's a little bit of a flex too because the pod's been running just crazy. But uh, the past four years or whatever. We never talked about it, right? Like now you'll see, yep. you know, a clip of Brittany Griner dunks it, and yeah, sure, everyone's trolling her and stuff like that. But it's still, you're still seeing it, right? Like the three point yeah. shootout, you know, yeah, people, it's closer, whatever. You're still seeing it, right? Like it's, I think it's there, there's no negative in having it. It's just I think I think for a long, long time, like profitability is going to be out the window. But I don't think they're really ever going to be able to be profitable. But um, I think yeah. I think the NBA should have it keep going, right? They operate as a at a loss. Well, so. well sorry, to, sorry to cut you off. Look at the whole uh, Angel Reese. It's a business, um, right? It's a business. Look at the whole Angel Reese thing. That was huge, yeah. man. College basketball. Huge. I think that's I think that's what the league needs, man. They need that rivalry. To, Social media is helping them for sure to boost it up, and I think that's what's missing. No, everyone wants a rivalry, right? How do you? Everybody knows who's, you know, um, Magic versus Bird. Everyone knows that. Even as if you if you weren't even born, they just know it. So you need those rivalries. You need those historic moments. You need a lot of that. And um, I think that's what's missing. I think they're trying to be like the NBA, and I think that's the problem. They need to separate and show the difference. Maybe they're, they're better shooters. Maybe they're, you know, just something that stands a little bit different compared to what guys, yeah. right? Um, okay, yeah. so. Hey, Bell, Bell, quick question before you uh, go there. I just have a question for you. Um, if tomorrow you go and take out a business loan, and I just want a straight answer, no fluff on this, and you go and open up a business and not a very good business, you didn't market it very well, you know, maybe you took on a little bit too much debt, um, you didn't really understand the market and uh, you failed, right? You couldn't make the payments on whatever property. What happens to you? You fail, right? So you're saying I take out a business loan and it, 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 and and it doesn't work. It shit doesn't work out. You're, you're done. You, you lose, you're bankrupt and, and it's over for you. Correct. I think the fact that Bell took out a business loan just blew his brain over it. <laughs> so, that, so, Bell, that's, so, Bell, that's correct, right? There's no one There's no one to help you, right? There's no one to help you? Well, 
I mean, you could try to try to like sell real and talk liquidate though. the like business. There's no like me personally. Yeah, like on no one's coming in to swoop in to help you on the 50k to to make you whole again. You're gonna you lose that money. No, correct? no, you know you lose the money. At best, you've hopefully you've incorporated so you don't have any personal liability in there, and they claim all. So your shit. what? So what? Um. So what if any duty does the NBA have? To, and like we said, we just said we love. You know the clips coming through. We all support it. It just at the end, it is a business, right? What what duty does the NBA have to keep stepping in to keep the WNBA rolling? Because at the end, it is a business, right? Just like when you take that fifty k out, the bank wants their money, right? But there's no one there to help you. How long? And is there even any? You know, is there any consequences anywhere? Like, hey, if ticket sales drop under fifty percent, is there is there even any consequence to over or underperforming if you never get stopped uh, on in terms of money? So, in that regard, I think the NBA looks at the WNBA as a chance to expand their own client base and their market, and like kind of what you said, like good PR. So, very quickly. Ottawa Senators sold for just under a billion dollars, right? Yeah. You've got uh, an MLS team. I think the highest valuation on an MLS team is about $685 million. The WNBA team, the Storm, is valued at, I think it's $115 million. Right. So there. So if you start to compare even just those leagues and the surprising one there is the MLS teams, like even now with Messi there, that's a whole other story. It's starting to go up. But the no, fact did you that you say the MLS teams were 685. You're off. I'm off by how much? It's 900 million. <laughs> okay. Even worse. Than so <laughs> just under just under a billion. Is that the, is that uh, I looked at Portland. Is that uh, Miami? That's now 900. No, uh, LA. Okay, Galaxy Beckham's. Okay, yeah. I mean, Miami is going to be a, a billion at least, right? So the whole Miami's idea, he, a billion though, yeah. right? Like the whole idea. Oh my here, goodness! <laughs> the whole Dude, idea here. <laughs> Mark Davis bought the Las Vegas Aces WNBA team for two million dollars. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Is In 2021, not that much... this guy bought it for two million, man. Oh, <laughs> it's my not. Goodness. It's not that much money to actually play around with, right? So bailing them out almost isn't even that big a deal in terms of the PR and That's the what future I'm market is, they can that, get, right? When does that stop, though? Yeah, it's and it I, stops and I when think it, that's the problem. That's it stops when it starts league. costing them a lot more money. Right now, think about mm-hmm. it, though. Like you're talking about one of these guys off the bench, like a three and D guy who's making 85. Like what? What your boy Brooks there, right? What's he got? He got 80 for yeah. Years but or was Dylan it four Brooks years? is a top tier defensive player, man. He was getting trolled. Like people who know he can play basketball, bro. Like the the issue is, I think the issue is uh, just like what you're getting at. Be that that safety net is there. So to them, winning or losing, it doesn't matter. That's like that's like you owning the New York Knicks. It doesn't matter if you win the championship or not. You know you're going to be making uh, revenue. You're going to be making money, right? WNBA, they don't care. If, it seems like they just don't care about making profitable margins. Well, they want to make money. Know, like the players want to yeah, make but, money. 
But, yeah, but what are they doing differently? They're not doing anything differently. They're just they're just banking off of fresh stars who and their core uh, fan base, right? Which just seems not, like it's hitting now in social media. It seems well, like it's that's the biggest thing. If you if you look at the women's uh, NCAA tournament, right, that had the best ratings, right? Dude. So they are counting yeah. on this shift happening and starting to move the needle in that other direction. And so far, it hasn't costed them a bunch of money to do it. You could almost so by all you say, Bell, with the... your argument there of the costing them anything, if the even if it costs the NBA thirty times what it does today, there is no way Adam Silver stepping in at any time ever in the future and saying, "Hey, our women's thing is completely done." The outrage that would come for for that, even if they were losing fifty times more money, would be just not even close to worth it. So that's what I'm saying, like. Even the money argument, it doesn't even... I don't think it matters, man. No. Well, the money the, argument the just issue, comes down to value. Yeah, go ahead, Nick. The issue is there's no historic rivalry. So if you look at college basketball, it's just like what you said, Bill. Everyone knows UConn. Everyone knows um, Oregon. You know, like those teams. UConn, I think I said that already. But, I mean, Tennessee. They know those teams. They're going to go at it. It's going to be good. Lady Vols. They're, they're, they're top tier, right? Just like college football. Everyone knows. You so know, on that, Nick, you're kind of saying like the key is to like stir up, stir up hype so that people come to these games because that's at they, the end is what's needed. They need, yeah, they need those rivalries, individual players. They need characters, man. And I feel like the league does not have characters, and that's what brings people in. Look at Draymond Green, bro. He's the most hated guy in the league, and. Yeah. But I think they're Google. doing a pretty good job now. The, like the WNBA, I like I know three, four players now. When before all I knew was, you know, Candace Parker. I call, you know I, I call mean? bullshit. I call bullshit. I'm not, give me, I'm give not me the saying. players. Four names. Four names. B. Angel Reese, Brittany Griner. This guy's Googling. <laughs> not even uh, Google. Not Candace, even Google. Candace Parker. Um, Candace Parker, she's a Blake. Sabrina Anesco, uh, <laughs> Diana Taurasi. Oh, that's five now. <laughs> I don't know if Candace Parker still played, but okay. Yeah, she plays, bro. Yeah, bro she plays, she plays in Vegas. No, it plays, yeah, she plays for the Aces. Oh my god, I bought her for two <laughs> mil. Two <laughs> mil. All right, next question here. Um, what's the last big purchase you guys made? Oh, mine's going to be short and sweet, man. Like, you know, like you say with that business loan, that breaks my heart, that kind of stuff, man. I already know yours, man. You bought the ultimate package for AEW. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. That was probably the most recent. Uh, double. Well, I didn't even get a double bill on that. Probably the mixer. If we're talking like more than, uh, more than a few hundred. Yeah, definitely the mixer. Next, I'm you done, bro. That's it. Uh, trip to Thailand and uh, yeah, that's probably the most expensive uh, recently. What did that hit you with? I'm not gonna mention now what that is. <laughs> no, uh, that was expensive. I guarantee you, most of that money was spent once he landed. It wasn't about the trip. No, the flight's crazy too, bro. But Our- wouldn't trade it. What, no, that's straight memories. All right, what about you, Nick? I know you bought. Cars, bikes, like what? What's the what's the? This guy just buying everything. <laughs> buying everything, man. Um, what is the, my biggest? Yeah, my the skyline, man. Was the biggest bridges. 
There you uh, go. What year is that? I'm 99. 99. I might sell it, actually. Don't sell it. Sell it, it to be. This is what I've done every time, man. I've had something, I sold it. Both of those cars I sold are like 10K more than, than I sold them for. I want to get a uh, I want to get a 1994 uh, 911 Turbo. Yo, anyways, uh, next question. They're gonna say Presidia. Uh, No, no, no. This one is for Bell here. Um, Yes, sir. Bring it. How do you feel about AEW banning moves? Banning moves. Oh, A.W. Kenny Omega is the one that caused all these problems. Him and Brian Danielson. So at Forbidden Door, there's a couple. Uh, risk- so at Forbidden Door, there was a couple couple situations that came up where the wrestlers themselves looked like they were either severely injured or could have been injured pretty bad. And some of them were kind of like moves that people know that you shouldn't really do so brian danielson had a little bit of an accident in one of his matches and it looked like he was convulsing on the ground so people were kind of freaked out and a little bit scared about that and then kenny omega in his match against uh will osprey uh he had uh one of the moves or one of the spots like they like to call him I'm getting really in this wrestling lingo now uh was a tagger driver which is kind of like uh a variation tiger yeah tiger like, t- tony the tiger Tiger. Tiger, yeah. No, you Tiger Woods. Tiger. Tiger. Tiger Woods. Tiger. Uh you're Tiger. saying Tiger. I'm saying Tiger. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we're on the same page. Yeah. Anyways, it's kind of like a variation of like uh like a tombstone pile driver, except uh, like you land super awkwardly, weird on your neck. So there's been some of those moves, moves off the apron, moves on the apron, avalanche moves, which is like bringing a guy up in turnbuckle, blind moves, strikes from behind, like uh, towards the head. Is but so here's he, the thing, so they're ba- so they're banned, they're banned on the idea of improv, right? Like basically all that banned move list is saying is that you guys need to let the crew know and let your partners know or whoever you're wrestling know what moves you plan on using in the in the match, everyone's like, yeah, thumbs up, thumbs up. Okay, go do your thing. They're going to leave it to the talent to decide for the most part. And that's where some of these coaches comes in, unless they're trying to do ridiculous things. Then there's a whole bunch of different weapon things, like thumbtacks, uh, like blind chair chair shots. Like there's a bit, bit of different things. But once again, basically this band list is for, no. if you haven't communicated anything, don't try any of these moves. If you've communicated and you've made a plan, if you've got a safety plan around it and your coaches think you can pull these moves off, then okay, we're going to go with it for the most part. Like no one's really been told no. So it's as long as you get the word out beforehand, that's all they're really saying right now. So I guess it's taking away a little bit of the mystique and some of the true wrestling fans are a Do little like bit up in arms. Like it. Me? Hey, I, at the end of the day, whatever match you go over there and deliver, I'm going to enjoy if it's done right and if you talk to someone before like it doesn't steal the magic from me if i see a move that's like on the band list and be like oh well he talked to uh so and so before the match so now it's not really as cool as it could have been like understand wrestling is still wrestling i'm gonna blow people's mind if we say it's like pre-planned and fake like there's a bit of an improv to it but as long as you know what moves are coming up okay what it is 
I'm I'm chill so, with that. So B, I'm gonna give you the list of the banned moves here. Unprotected chair shots to the head, shots to the back of the head, a buckle bomb, a blind move backwards into the turnbuckle, uh seizure cells, spitting, bleeding in the crowd, weapons in the crowd, taking drinks or food from the crowd. That's the MGF rule right there. Physical contact with the crowd. And then I think, yeah, just like what uh, Bell said, you need permission on all these weird. So all um, of those things, so all those things are banned, but they're not banned if the two agree with each other. Yeah. So like once you go over that and once you have a safety protocol. So what, what, what they're saying though, is like when you get in there, right? Like you might have like, once again, we're not ruining anything for anyone. But, like, when you get into a match and, like, okay, you're going to, like, a lot of the times the wrestlers themselves are coming up with the moves while they're in there, right? So all they're saying is, if you didn't get an okay to do that move, don't try to pull it out in the middle of the match. Mm. So so if me and you were having a match and I was like, hey, I want to get you a chair shot in the head, and you're like, yeah, I'm down. We just need to get approval from the coach. So basically do nothing. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like. A chair shot to the head. What? Well, what did they this say? Like crazy. an un, well, they're saying like an un, uh, like uh, like where you don't get your hands up or whatever, right? Like they're saying an un uh, unimpeded Dude, uh, chair shot to the I'd, head or whatever. I'd rather have my hands up than not have my hands up again. <laughs> chair shot to the head. Well, there's a lot of those moves that most people shouldn't really be doing. What? Yeah. Why you do those kind of moves is to get the big crowd ahs, right? So what yeah. a lot of the talent like to do that and it'd be more of a surprise they don't want to risk any leaks i guess is what it is right all don't this is you know. better you better be careful with your next few words because the uh internet wrestling community is going to go after you if you say something wrong so they're going to say come after me you know they can come after kenny omega coward still hasn't come online we didn't even see it. Me where's your video man we didn't even see it you didn't see my video <laughs> did you post it i sent you my video yeah but did you post it Oh, listen, listen here. Listen. This guy didn't even post his video, man. I thought it got posted. I didn't post anything. Did you? <laughs> I sent it. Oh, my. To who? He didn't send it to me. I put it in the chat, uh, man. Th- doesn't matter. No, do you- I gotta, I'll, I'll put out another one for Kenny. Because guess what? This guy puts out this game. First of all, doesn't even let me get a chance to play it early. Let's all his buddies play it early. Get yeah, this I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear this, man. I don't want to hear this, man. This is you've done. This <laughs> yeah, listen, man. You you've make a guy. You make a guy. You make a guy. This is the worst part, and that's my biggest flaw with this game. You make a guy. They already limit your creative player features, whatever, whatever. I go through career mode, boosting <laughs> up my character, and then I go back to improve on him, and then the starts or all the stats reset. We need Can a memory you, card. Oh, it's not. Well, I wish they would give us. Well, memory yeah. cards. It's back in N sixty four. No, it's it's a stupid bug megabit. that uh, it's a stupid bug that Kenny put out in this game. How crazy is that? Two megabit man. Damn. Save a hundred games on it. Eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. Two megabyte. Let that PS two run overnight, man. You don't have that every card. Not only is Bro, this guy I, dodging I you know me, but he's putting was. bugs in the game just to make sure that his character stays number one. Or this is what you do: you do the Midnight Club two uh, scenario, man. You just leave your system running. All summer, man. Like that. Yeah. No, I, I, we've legitimately like kept it running for weeks on end, like until like we got like a new memory card or like 
You know, you go to Superstore, yeah. you want that see through, man. You want that new see through fucking memory card. See through one where like Sony up. just dropped it. Nice. Um, what's the Mad Cats? Um, yeah, the Mad Cats. Maybe grab a multi tap while you're at it. 70 mm-hmm. bucks on a multi tap, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's worth every penny, though, man. The only way you can play. All right, guys, let's every move on to the thing. next question here, man. Next question is Bell, do you plan on building a podcast network? Another question for me, man. I'm going to break here. Why, uh, is, why is that a question for you? A podcast network. I love, I love, I don't know why I filtered that one, but okay. (laughs) Are you ever going to do one? So here's the thing. We've been burned. What does that even mean? I guess we're not going to name names here, but uh, we've been burned by joining uh, a podcast network. And I, and I find that when you, when you get involved with podcast networks, one of two things uh, usually happens. They either overpromise or they want you to overcommit. Meaning they just want you to give a constant stream of content with very little return for that. Which is which is a thing where you've got to go in eyes open. So would I ever want to create a podcast network? I think that we know enough uh know enough people and we've come across across enough talent. I think I know a couple people. I think you know a couple people that would make a great podcast. And I think that I would like to have uh like uh like a did faction. That last? How long does that, that network how long? last? Us? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> We're no, on no. There. The one the one that we got asked to be on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The one, oh, okay. we were on there for I think two episodes. Two episodes. And then we, dude we got were mad. on that network for two episodes? Two episodes. Then dude got mad because he gave us a theme song that wasn't what he promised us that he could make it. And the fact that we complained was was the issue, apparently. Yeah, because it sounds so, like shit. Listen, it was good work. It just wasn't like it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was good nice work. Right now. It You're was good nice. work. It just wasn't in sync with what our, what this is buzzwords now, what our well, brand is right like it bro, didn't it match shit. the tone of our podcast listen bro in another words it was the worst shit i've ever listened to it was like bumblebee from transformers one man just random sound bites he literally threw it together man because it was free anyways closing closing that um would you ever do a network <laughs> i would like to put a stable together of podcasters and oh, yes, I so would like to do. I would like to do a network, but it would look a little bit different from some of the things that that we've seen and experienced. And I think, holy, this guy's ready to fight. This guy's mentioning the theme song got this guy all riled so up. Why don't, so why don't you do it then? I'm assuming it's, you uh, want to do an actual drinking, full drinking podcast. It's uh well, one of one of many. I think that I think, uh, like I said, I think it would be neat to to expand whatever. But the biggest reason is I don't think that we've got thirst world to the spot that we wanted to be at before we start talking about spending time elsewhere. Why, like why I want to make we. They're asking you. Well, I'm I'm saying so. First of all, I need a I need a. There's some things I still need to polish up on some stuff off off mic, some stuff on mic that I really want to work out and I want to make sure that we get thirst world in the spot that it needs to be in before we start taking on extra responsibilities or before I start taking on extra responsibilities. But yes, it is coming when it's only a question of when. 
What do you mean it's coming on? You just said a whole thing of a thing of why you don't want to do it, and now you just yet. I said I don't want to do it yet. You have a hard time listening. And then you said that the podcast. I'm going to do a podcast about how you should learn how to listen. The world, then. I'm not over promising anything. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm going to be very transparent with what we be offering on this network. Can you imagine if um, Bell just made like a Hungry World Problems podcast or something else? Is is just literally copying no. everything that we do? Hungry World Problems. <laughs> Listen, it's all about food. Why are you giving people other ideas? That's what funny. I'm uh, <laughs> second, you said food. Something came up on my uh, timeline here. James Harden only wants to trade to the Clippers. We've seen how James Harden can come into camp shape-wise when he's disgruntled. I'm sure any of that. Guy just comes in 100 pounds overweight. But... That's like me, man. Um, next question. Nick, what's going on with your voice? Uh, quick answer. Getting surgery August 2nd. August 2nd? Really quick. <laughs> so so what are they, they going to do for you? Like when you say They're, you're getting uh, quick answer, getting surgery, like is that something that people should yeah. be worried about? Like, no, it's uh, there's three three lumps in my voice box, and they're gonna laser it out. There you go, boom, in boom and out, board. same day. <clears throat> yep, All same right. day. There you go. Uh, moving forward, B. Dennis Rodman said Bird looked like the star in the '80s because he was just a better basketball player than most white guys in the league. What are your thoughts? Did he actually say that? Yep. I don't think so, man. I think I think he was uh, the player that he was because he's just better than. Like, at the end of the day, he's he went up against, you know, big talent, like actual good talent. So it's and he held his own. Like I don't know how you can really argue against that, right? So I don't think that's true at all. You think Bird could play in this league right now? Probably not. No. I don't Probably know, not. It's just, it's just too much. It's too much athleticism. The you know the shooting is not just standing there and no one's there and shooting. And I know it's not like that in Bird's age, but it's 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 uh, it's a lot. It's a lot different, man. I don't. I personally again the questions for me. I personally don't think so. I think it would kind of be like a role player, but a role player. But obviously, you know, that's why there's eras, right? That's why there's yep. eras, and that's why things happen like they do. And, you know, they keep telling me guys from the 60s are, you know, the best ever and stuff like that or invented this or, like, that mean, That means nothing to me. You know what I mean? So it's uh, – that's why there's eras. Let's put it that way. Larry Bird was 6'9". Nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Something in my eye. Like, uh, you don't think that he'd be here. able to get his shots off? Hey, it yeah, was just a B question. Good. It was just a B question, man. We can't. Yeah, but those legs aren't going to handle it. Okay. All right. Yeah, fine. Fine. <laughs> next. Next. You're right. You're right. That's his question. Um, Nick's argument on Instagram that Shaq is the best center of all time against Wilt and Bill Russell. So I had a big – oh, wow. I'm shocked that somebody found it. So I had an argument on uh, Instagram. Somebody said um, Shaq was just big and not talented. I said Shaq would dominate any center in the league. The way he played in the 90s all the way to 2000s, every game he played against a really big, uh, very talented center. 
I think Wilt, Bill Russell, they just played against sometimes five white guys uh, that are like six feet <laughs> and dominated. So I really think Shaq is the best center of all time. That's my thoughts. Uh, he was super talented. Uh, his footwork was unreal. His hook shots were great. A solid rebound. The power, man. The power. Yep. You never saw that power. Like you never seen. Yep. Like you were like people were scared to get dunked through the rim. Like he's gonna break your arm or something. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Yep. Like. Yep. Um, I think just the fact that he had to play against all these other bigs, and on a regular basis and still won MVP, still won titles. Unreal, man. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on this? I think you already threw that hey, out there. Well, one. that's just your just your uh, question. I thought, man. Well, I, I can throw it at you guys. What do you guys think? <laughs> what do you guys think? Greatest of all time, center? <laughs> Greatest of all time, it's center? Tr- it's true, man. Will just played against, like, <laughs> white guys, man. Just dominated, man. Come on. Shaq's power, you couldn't underestimate in any generation. That's the thing, right? So those other guys have touch, and they might be effective in in modern times or even, you know, like early 2000s kind of thing. They'd still be effective. I don't think they'd ever be bench players or role players. But just Shaq's a one, like, generational power and size and athleticism would allow him to play in any generation, right? So I think that if you're going to say Shaq is the greatest, I don't think that you could argue that he's uh, that he'd be one of the greatest of all times at that position. I don't think that if you said, you know, look, just the scoring alone that we'll put up, you could put him as the greatest, but I think you'd have to limit that based on the competition that he dominated and not project what he would do in another generation. I think with Shaq, you're allowed to do that. Um, the late the Lakers daily official um, put the top five players of all time in each position: LeBron, Jordan, Kobe, Russell, and Kareem. And I think that's where the argument was: where's Shaq? Right, so. I think Shaq is better than Kareem. Um, there's no way Kareem would have handled Shaq back in the, even in his prime, man. That hook shot's fine, but how are you going to stop someone who you that can't hook got even 38K post? points, man. 38K yeah. points on a hook. That's got to get you something. The hook's unstoppable. I guess well, the other aspect about unstoppable. Is... We're talking about Shaq being unstoppable, but that hook, man. Hooks on, once know, again, man. how does I how think, does it I think translate on the other side of the court? This guy's you need hooking it from the fucking. This guy's literally. You can barely even do that with like, just like in the gym, just playing around, bro. Like, how yeah, do you speak for yourself, baby? That's unreal. I just, I just think, how is he going to get in position when Shaq won't allow him? That's what I'm saying. Well, his his main shot is running away, man. With the rim. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking back here, man. It's a so good battle. One, we got us looking for the knockout was, punch uh, the guy who likes to run away. was Patrick Ewing's man, but look at him. Yeah, like. yeah, I, I personally think Shaq's the best center of all time too. But um, I think one guy that doesn't get the, obviously Kareem, you know, I think one guy that doesn't get the credit because everyone just says, Colin oh, Sexton, the, Colin Sexton, I agree with you, buddy. When Jordan left, is Akeem, man, like Akeem, 
with the footwork, I think he probably had the best footwork of any center of all time. Like, like when he caught it on the block and the fucking moves that he had and that drop step and the jumpers. The dream shake, feel. baby. The dream and, shake. And, and and defensively, he was fucking monster, man. Like he was, he was he was unbelievable defensively. Yeah, but, I know. I I agree with you. I just think the 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 issue with Kareem was. He, he, he like his two back to back titles. Hakeem, and I'm then, talking about I'm talking about like yeah, Hakeem, yeah, his back to back titles, and then kind of like that was kind of it, right? That, I think that was. Uh, yeah. I think that's the little problem that he has. It was just would he have won it if Jordan was there? Who knows, right? Yeah, Shaq's tough where, to argue against because like he was the best player, you know. Like he cared, he fucking gave the Lakers three titles, man, in a row, and then he leaves and fucking wins it again as a huge underdog against the fucking Mavericks too. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah, I think I, I personally think Shaq is. It's just you could argue that he had, he was, you catch it down there's turn dunk, turn dunk, but it was just like we've never seen that before. We caught this eye with Dwight a little bit later. But there was no, no one that had that type of, like, you're just scared of the guy, right? Yeah. You – there was no way to stop his 30-point games. Yeah. It was just – Plus, easy. he's aggressive. Like, he's a fucking mean yeah. dude, right? He's a yeah. mean guy on the court. Like, you don't fucking yeah. know what he's going to do to you. But I on the off the court, the guy's goofy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of miss that in the league. I'm pretty sure he killed miss- an old lady once when he dove into the crowd. Like he yeah. was. Remember the push? Vicious. The push was the best. Yeah, yeah, nice yeah, push. That was crazy. <laughs> um. All right. Last question. Uh, thoughts on the SAG strike? So basically, the Writers Guild and the Actors Strike. I don't know if you guys know anything about what's going on. Um, Bob Eager, CEO of Disney, mentioned that um, during negotiations, um, background actors. They they want to make an agreement where they can scan background actors, use them, only pay them once, and have them for eternity, and you get to use their face and likeliness and all that as much as they want. And uh, obviously, you know, the big thing is uh, the writers want more money. Uh, the crews, you know, there's not enough money going on there. And I think the hours that they get over 12 hours and Obviously, zero overtime and just – what are you guys' thoughts? Do you think this is going to affect your guys of watching shows? I know um, nothing about this. Well, I just so, told you what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> this guy told this guy doesn't listen. The biggest, Writers, the biggest thing Gil, here – Marvel and everything. The biggest thing here is the fact that the actors <laughs> now have walked out. So now you've got the actors and the writers together, and they never thought that the actors were actually going to How strike. about the actresses? So they're all called actors nowadays, bro. No, you got to say both. Okay, don't be rude. Okay, I'm I'm done. I'm not draw stepping into this one. <laughs> okay, so so do you do you feel like that um, this will going forward? This will affect you what you guys watch. B, I don't know if you watch anything. I think I don't even know if you have a TV, bro. But like <laughs> only on YouTube, I, I, man. Whatever gets released. Do you watch any TV. shows or anything? Do you watch? Nope. It's already oh. slowed down a lot of what's uh, been coming out. 
So right. there's already that aspect of it. It slowed down some long-term movie plans. And the fact, like, <laughs> the fact that the actors are out is either going to put the pressure on big Hollywood to get in there and start changing some things around and try to accommodate some of the demands. They're not going to accommodate all of them, obviously, but there's going to be some of them that they, that they accommodate or we're going to be out without uh, some content for, for a long time. Cause it sounds like the actors and the writers are united. Hey man, if my script gets uh, the green light, I might have to make you guys audition. I don't think there's going to be a free ride on this. So <laughs> run that out there. Just throwing that out there. And that is it folks. Uh, that was very quick. I thought it was going to be longer than that, but One we, hour just found out, we just found out that B does not watch TV or um, listen to podcasts, so- even that he records. So, but he or listens, he's really maybe into- I do, or maybe I do. I just don't want to give my very highly valued opinion on it. Yeah, you gotta I go to the Patreon Max- and get that behind the that paywall. Eh? Yeah, I got it on uh, Patreon and uh, behind a couple other uh, paywalls there. So I, wonder if uh, I, I wonder if we can get Guy Fieri on uh, on the podcast. He's a big <laughs> basketball guy. He's a big Warriors fan, man. He gets courtside seats all the time. Uh, uh, bandwagon jumper. All right, B, hit them up with that link one more time. Where can they find us? Where can they hear us? What should they There's do? There's no link anymore. If if you have any common sense of anything, you just go on Instagram and uh, you type in the, the podcast name, and uh, it's right there, man. You click that link. You know, I don't need to tell you the link. And, and as well as send on us our some bio, questions, man. Yes, on the bio, hit us her link tree. It's gonna have all of our platforms, and the most important thing is. Send us questions. We need lots of questions. We want to answer everything that we'll get. I won't filter anything anymore. Um, guests, topics, you guys name it. We we will do it. Bell, if share, you want to share, let them know uh, share, the manual share. link. If you want to let them know the manual link, uh, you can uh, feel free. <laughs> share, share, share the podcast. Those of you that have been listening for a while, we appreciate you. Thank you for helping get the word out. And let's continue to do it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And the first 10 people um, that subscribe will get a uh, 10 by 10 of uh, Bell's uh, headshot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. End the shit.